Welcome to the Coastal Community Church Midweek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Shayla McCormick, and I will be your host. My husband, TJ, and I are the lead pastors of Coastal Community Church, a place where everyone's welcome because nobody's perfect and anything is possible. In this podcast, our goal is to bring the weekend message to life and to share stories that help you along in your faith journey. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Coastal Midweek Podcast, where we take some time to unpack the weekend message and dig a little bit deeper into the topic from the weekend. You know, as we jumped on today or getting ready to jump on, TJ looked at me and he goes, Shayla, is anybody even listening to this podcast? And <laughs> so, hey, you guys can do us a favor. Take a screenshot, post on social media, give us a review. Let us know you're listening, what you like about it. We would love to be able to hear from you guys. So we're going to dive in this week. We, um, we're on week two of Psalm 23, and now we're in verse two. We're making progress. Slow and steady, slow and steady. But I think it's so good what we can bring out of scripture when we just kind of dig in and focus. And one of the things that you said this weekend that I think a lot of people struggle with in Christianity and faith and life in general is you said this thing that was so many of us get our identity from our productivity. Yeah. And I see that happening so many times in people's lives where we try to work our way to approval with God or, um, you know, we try to serve more, do more, give more, which are all good things. Well, yeah, but it's it's the way that we have learned in our society to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that is we're deemed successful if we have accomplished A, B, C, and D. Yeah. And if we're not, if it doesn't feel like we're accomplishing, then we're a failure. And Mm -hmm. so uh, it's really easy to equate how we do life normally in our everyday lives and put that into our faith as well. And there is an aspect of faith where, you you know, you have to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You know, you have to pick up your cross daily and follow. Like there, there is a a work aspect, but who I am is not determined by my work. It's my, my worth and my identity is determined by what God already says about me. Right. It flows out of that. Yeah. As like a, an appreciation or a growth thing of like, I am growing in my faith, therefore I do. Correct. Not I do, therefore I am. Yeah. It's like, I, I serve you mm-hmm. because I love you. Right. I don't serve you to get something from you. Yeah. Um, and, and if I do, then what, what is that? I'm trying to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, it's, that's really a transactional relationship. If I do this, then you should do that mm-hmm. rather than like, man, God has already done so much for me. Mm-hmm. Therefore I want to do for him. Not I'm trying to do for him. So he accepts me. So he loves me. So he'll, he'll make me one of his children. He's actually already accepted me. He's already made right. me. He's already called me his child. And mm-hmm. if I would recognize that in life, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't be striving for so many things. Right. I've, I've struggled with this a lot in my own life personally, whether it's in ministry or whether it's in in my everyday life of feeling like I have to do more and accomplish more, which again, aren't bad things, 
But I remember there being this one point several years ago where, you know, we were in ministry. I had done a lot in ministry. I was constantly going, God, how can you use me more? What more can I do to show you, to please you and, and to use my gifts and talents that you've given me? And I was just striving to do more for God. And I remember going into prayer one day and just pouring my heart out like, God, I want you to use me. I want you to do all of these things. I'm available and all of this. And I remember hearing this still small voice and clearly knew it was God. And, and it was this question that he asked me. He said, Shayla, that's awesome. But when was the last time you were just my daughter? And that really hit me hard. And I go back to that all of the time. It's like, we can do, do, do to show God that we love him and, and that we're you know faithful and all of those things. But there are moments and times where first and foremost, actually always, first and foremost, we are his kids. Yeah. And as a daughter, my dad, he might just want to sit with me and spend time with me, not just go out there and do, 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 yeah. do, and accomplish, accomplish, accomplish. And so I go back to that so many times of Sheila, when was the last time you were just my daughter? And I back up a little bit and I go into that, that you, that you were talking about of going, man, I need to be just rested with God yeah. and just spend time with God and relax for a little bit. And then out of that, yeah comes the production of my faith. In Hebrews, there's a verse that is one of the first verses I ever memorized, and it was, let us come boldly before the throne of grace. With confidence. That we may obtain mercy and find grace in our time of need. And, and, and the picture that was always in my mind was, was me as a kid jumping up into God, my father's lap. You know, and sitting on my dad's lap because as a kid, that's what I would do with yeah. my dad. I would, you know, when it when I would want to be close or whatever, I'd go sit on my dad's lap yep. and just hang out. And mm -hmm. and I think God wants that same thing from his kids, like, hey, like spend time with just me. Just spend time with me. Like, mm -hmm. man, just be with me. And you'll get so much from just being with me, not doing things for me. Yes. And I, I think if we could grasp that, one one of the things that you said was we don't work for rest. We work from rest. Yeah. And you kind of unpacked this idea, or not an idea, it's actually biblical. It's, it's in the Bible where God created, on the sixth day, he created man. Yep. And on the seventh day, he rested. So actually, the first day that man spent with God was actually a day of rest. Yeah. And I think so many of us struggle with just finding time to to rest and relax and not have to do and be and, and all of these different things. Yeah. How, how do you think we can do that practically? Well, I think the first aspect of rest, which goes back to the productivity thing is resting means you're not producing. Mm. So if you're not producing, who are you? Mm -hmm. um, and that's why your mm. identity has to come from God. Right. Otherwise, you're lost. Mm -hmm. Because if those that thing gets taken away or the job gets taken away, the relationship gets taken away, whatever it is that we strive to do better in, if that is removed, who are you? Exactly. Mm. That, that's why you know people put so much into things and they do lose that job or that business and goes down lost. or that relationship ceases to exist. And all of a sudden, they're like, they're walking around aimlessly because they found their identity, their worth, their value in those things, rather than recognizing they have a good shepherd right. 
who wants to provide that for them, but it starts with them not producing mm-hmm. and finding it in him. And that and that's hard. It is it hard is. to, it's hard to rest. It's hard to not produce, but it's also where we rediscover joy, mm-hmm. you know, in just doing things that we enjoy. I think that God actually wants us to enjoy life a lot more than we perceive it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I, I think... Like any any parent, like my my best times with Alexander are when he's laughing and gig like mm-hmm. like that brings me joy. Right, seeing him enjoying and having fun, and yeah. I think God is exactly the same way as a father. He's looking at us and he's like, "Man, I just want I just want you, daughter. I just want you, son, to to have a great time, to have the opportunity to enjoy this incredible life that I've created for you." But it starts with you kind of letting go of me having to be or do something mm-hmm. and just being who God created you to be. And sometimes it's hard to build some of those rhythms into your life, those rhythms of rest, because we're it's so ingrained in our culture to do, 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 do. And go, 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 go. go, 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 that it's hard to even get ourselves in a place where we can rest consistently. Yeah, and I, th- I think that that is, that's something that, it's why the Bible says, you know, take a Sabbath. Mm-hmm. It's one of the 10 commandments. Yes, you actually did an awesome message on the Sabbath a while back. We'll have to find that and put a link to it in the show notes because I think it's a good one for people to go back and listen to, especially as we're talking about this. Yeah, and and, and Pastor Robert Morris just wrote a book on on this whole idea of rest and Sabbathing that I think is a great resource. You know what it's called? I'm trying to remember the the title of it, right? We'll find it. We'll find it and put it in a link into it. But there's something about, and and we've learned to do this in life. We weren't very good at it for a long time, but we've learned. I still struggle. um, I don't struggle as much. Like I want to take, my my day is Friday. I I just do whatever. Actually, I do okay. I do whatever makes me happy that day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I don't, I don't really produce at all on that yeah. day. I might go play golf. Uh, we might go shopping. Binge uh, watch something on binge Netflix. Binge watch something on Netflix, hang out in the pool. Yeah. I mean, we're just doing things that rejuvenate mm-hmm. our soul. Mm-hmm. And most people, because of the busyness of life, they've let go of those things because I've got a kid that I've got to get to a soccer game and I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And like that is not the day that we do errands. Mm-hmm. Like that is in other days. This is a day that is just a day for us or for me to to rejuvenate and get ready for the for the beginning of my week because my week starts on Saturday. I, I right. start all over again. The you know they used to say Sunday comes every seven days, but you know for Saturday me Saturday comes, comes really every really six days every six Sunday. days after Sunday, and so you know there's not a lot of time in there to produce all the things that are necessary from from preparing messages, leading staff, caring for people, you know, organizing finances, expansion opportunities that like there's a lot of things just like there's a lot of things in everybody's life. Right. We all have lots of things, but at some point it has to cease. Yeah. And you have to make an intentional decision to go, you know what? I'm going to choose to rest because if my God says if it that, was important to God. If it was that important to God <laughs> that he was like, hey, you can produce in these six days, but on the seventh day, he you need to take it. a break. Right. If that was his schedule, why would we not adopt that? 
Yeah, because we're definitely not God. Correct. But here's one of the things I just I just heard you say, and it triggered something in my head. Is like, oh, our kids have this, and our kids have that, and we have to run to do this and run to do that. One of the things that I know is that our kids are also watching us. Yeah. And we are teaching them in the process. Correct. And what are we teaching them that you have to be busy all the time or that it's okay to relax and have fun and to do stuff as a family, to invest in relationships? You know, what are we modeling yeah. for our kids and our family? Because that's eventually what they're going to model their life after. Yeah. And, and, you know, both of us were athletes growing up. Um, I still am. I don't know about you. Yeah. I'm not quite the athlete. (laughs) Yeah. I saw that you, you beat another CrossFit box woman last weekend at our groundbreaking in that obstacle course to claim victory for your CrossFit box. So. Well, it wasn't necessarily for a CrossFit box or anything like that, but I I definitely regretted it afterwards because (laughs) I pretty much face planted at the end. (laughs) I think I hurt my shoulder and I banged up my elbow and still have some scabs and bruises to prove it. But anyways, I'm, I'm getting a little old, but that, you know what? It was fun. Yeah. It was something outside. I was still kind of producing because I'm pretty competitive, but. Yeah. But, but part of it is, is, you know, one of the things that my parents were really good at while, um, we were, we were a driven family. They wanted me to be the best that I could be. You know, I went to every camp that I wanted to go to is they made sure I had breaks. Mm-hmm. They knew that if that if I grinded twenty four seven, like it would burn me out, and mm-hmm. so they forced me, like, hey, we're not gonna. They would just tell me, hey, we're not, we're not going to the, the basketball courts today. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're we're not going to the gym today. We're not doing. And so they they br- they actually taught me rest without me realizing they were teaching me rest. Mm-hmm. They just told me we weren't. Yeah. Um, and. I think that that was helpful because it taught me that one, when I rest, my body actually gets better. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is not designed to go seven days a week, mm-hmm. 365 days a year, yeah. 70 years of your life. Like, it's just like, right. it has breakdown. Like you, you actually need rest. In fact, an athlete will tell you that the most important aspect of their physical growth is sleep. Um, if if you were to ask LeBron James how much does he sleep, they sl- say that LeBron James sleeps eight to twelve hours a day mm-hmm. to to have. I don't mean thirty eight years old, unbelievable athlete, probably the the greatest freak of nature in the NBA. Not the greatest basketball player because Michael Jordan was. No, like he's definitely not the greatest basketball greatest. player, but he is a freak Let's of make nature. Sure, that's clear. yeah, that's clear. But uh, it just shows the importance of of rest mm-hmm. to when you are producing that you're very productive. And so maybe just maybe that us grinding so much and going all the time is actually making us less productive, Mm -hmm. less effective, less loving, less caring, Mm -hmm. less engaged. And maybe what we need is we need a break so that when we go back, we have the ability, we have the energy, we have the right attitudes. We, we, we see things differently because we have a different perspective finally. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that you said this weekend is most of us make our worst decisions when we're tired. Yeah. And that's so true. We're we're more frustrated in relationships, frustrated with our kids, frustrated with our jobs when we're tired and we're irritable. We don't make good decisions. 
And so if all of these things show that we need rest, why do we continue to push forward and move forward? Because it's it's this habit that we've created in our life that we have to break a habit and breaking yeah. that habit takes consistency. It takes sometimes a plan. It always takes a plan. Yeah. Of putting it in your calendar, having people that are holding you accountable to that. Yeah. And so what are you guys doing this week, this month, this year to build rest into your calendar, into your schedule? Because again, it goes back to, we don't work for rest. We should be working from rest. Yeah. And I think that can be so transformational to our life when we realize that when we're working out of a place of rest, it can be transformational to, to so much of our life. And so maybe we can take that and we can think about it this week and really put some practices into place in our life that, that allow us to build that in. Are there any resources, books, anything that, that you would say, um, have been helpful for you in that? I know we talked about a few of them. I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned, you, you mentioned the message on Sabbath that I did earlier this year talking about rest. I think that was actually in January of this year. I said it was one of the one things that I think is really, really important for our life. Um, an, another resource would be Pastor Robert Morse's book. Yeah. Uh, I was actually thinking as you were talking there, you know, my connect group for business leaders is doing a book called Atomic Habits. Yes, um, such <laughs> a great book. And and so, you know, if you want to develop some new habits and some new ways and some small changes that can mm -hmm. lead to really, really big results, yes. Atomic Habits would be a great thing. Yep. Um, Necessary Endings by Dr. Henry Cloud. There are some things you need to stop in order to have some better things in your life. I think that that would be a, a great, great book as well. Yeah. Uh, we we like books. If you haven't realized <laughs> that or not, we're, we're avid readers, but I think um, I've just learned that if I can learn something from somebody else, rather than having to go through the pain yes. to, to learn those lessons myself, I would rather learn uh, by engaging in reading a couple hours a day daily so that I can not go through the pain that other people have experienced and and what we're just trying to do here is we're trying to help you not go through the pain of not resting because right. the cost of not resting is so high. Mm -hmm. It is so high. It's why burnout is so high. It's why anxiety is so high. It's why fatigue is so high. It's why exhaustion. And it's just not necessary when something that is so simple mm -hmm. as taking a break yes. and not producing. Yep. That's exactly what I was going to say. Rest is so simple and it's actually enjoyable when we do it. But for some reason, we want to make everything difficult in life. And well, it's hard to because when you're a pro producer, when you're a producer, when you're yeah. like, man, I make stuff happen when you're not, you feel like you're losing in life. Right. Again, back to the stinking enemy that that tries to distort yeah. our reality and make something counterfeit. Yeah. That's not the truth. Yeah. And because the moment that you actually are rejuvenated from rest, you're going to be way more productive. <laughs> That's, <laughs> so that is true. the irony of it. So the more you try to produce without rest, the less productive you become. Mm -hmm. And 
the moment you start resting, all of a sudden, when you come back, you're so much more productive. Yeah. But yet we've been, we've been challenged in our mind to think differently. Mm-hmm. And God is trying to straighten out our thinking. He says, let us be renewed in our minds, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And, and so this is a, we have to renew our mind, which is actually going to renew our soul, mm-hmm. which is going to help us be way more effective as parents, right. as spouses, in our relational world, in, in our workplace, with our employees, mm-hmm. with our coworkers. I mean, everything gets better mm-hmm. when you get better. Yes. One of the goals of this podcast is to help you guys take your next step. And so one of the things that I want to challenge you guys on this week is what is one step that you can take? Listen, you don't have to go to a full day of rest, although you should, but what is one step that you can take that moves you closer to instilling rest into your schedule? You know what? There's one more resource okay. I want to throw out there. Okay. It, it it was a book that was actually written for pastors, mm-hmm. but when I read it, it it was like, oh my goodness, I get it. It's called "Leading on Empty" by a pastor mm-hmm. named Wayne Cordero. Yeah, and uh, I think that a lot of us live life on empty, mm-hmm. and it's a way that we can begin to replenish our souls on a multiple levels: spiritual, physical, emotional. And, and I think a lot of us need that in our life to be replenished. Mm-hmm. And so I would recommend that to yeah. people as well. I think that's a good one. That's a great one to kind of close out our time together. We're so thankful that you guys have tuned in this week. I hope that you guys are getting something great out of this, that this is applicable to your life. Again, if you guys wouldn't mind just taking a screenshot, sharing on social media, giving us a a rating, a review, that means so much to us. Hopefully you guys have an incredible week. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and we will see you back here next week.